0: What's going on family? What is happening? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday. Uh welcome to the Errington Gavin podcast, a show where we discuss trending stories and topics from the fields of sports, politics, and pop culture. Changing the narrative is my mission and to help do that, I bring on individuals of all walks of life here and there, not every show, but here and there. Um on today's show, again coming off a weekend uh here in, uh, sometimes guys I will uh pre-record the show a day early so even though I'm saying happy monday it's currently sunday uh to kind of catch you up on uh sports at the moment uh to what to the the information I have so far the Kansas City Chiefs will be heading to the Super Bowl this year's Super Bowl um in Las Vegas um they uh, as you know played the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, they end up winning the game 17 to 10. Honestly, the Chiefs are always going to be a dominating squad in the NFL, but Baltimore, I mean, they shot themselves in the foot on this one. Like they really, they, so many mistakes, penalties galore. Um, they just could not compete every time Casey's offense hit the 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 field they were either scoring or dominating um the field in points and just it, they kept on driving it down in the red zone they kept on driving it down to the red zone and it 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 it, it looked like it wasn't going to be a good a good day for them and they actually started the game with giving the ball to baltimore so baltimore had the possession in the first in the uh, in the be- beginning of the game <laughs> didn't capitalize even make even score 3 points uh then you give it to casey they end up scoring on the first drive so, uh, when you always see games like that, especially how you know when it happens early, it's like, damn, this is not gonna be a good game, and very rare do you see k c dominating in in you know in the in the playoffs season away like they've i've I've always caught them having home games during the playoffs, but uh, they actually played in Baltimore, and like I said, man, they dominated so they will be attending the Super Bowl this year, so Um, as of right now, the Lions are playing San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. Uh, The Lions are up by a touchdown and I'm not going to lie. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm a Colts fan, but as a squad, if you ask me, hey, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Who would you like to see play in the Super Bowl? I want to see Detroit make it. I really, I really do. Detroit. I remember the year where Detroit went 0-16. and OK, oh, and 16. Now, I was in like middle school, maybe, maybe eighth grade or ninth grade. And that was the first time ever in NFL history when a squad had a like complete losing season, not even tying a game like they were 0 and 16. And they had great athletes. They had great players, but they just they could not win a damn game. And so seeing them get, you know, build up and grow ever since that historic heartache in Detroit. Dan Campbell is their coach man. He's a former Lions himself, played 4 years with them and he just he 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 put he lit a fire in them that has just been untouchable this season. Uh again, they're the underdogs. I'm rooting for the underdogs. I'm rooting for Detroit to make it to the Super Bowl. Um I got nothing against San Fran. Um my wife, she's a uh she's a Panthers fan. Uh so of course she loves McCaffrey who used to play for the Panthers. Uh my aunt is a diehard San Francisco 49ers fan because my mother in law and my aunt and my uh my uh, grandmother and my my wife's my wife's grandmother they're all from the Bay Area so you know they always root for you know California squads so I'm you know I'm I'm kind of you know in a corner right now <laughs> I'm not saying it too loud but no I'm rooting for Detroit I am I'm rooting for Detroit so hopefully it'll be a Detroit and and KC game but just to kind of give you my opinion on you know this how the Super Bowl will be. Whoever wins, whether it's San Fran or whether it's Detroit, playing Kansas City is always going to be tough. They are just a they are just a team that is has been dominating the NFL for the past five years. I think they have mentioned like this is the fourth Super Bowl in five years that KC will be attending. Um, You have an amazing coach in Andy Reid. You got an amazing quarterback in Pat Mahomes. You have an amazing uh, a tight end in Travis Kelsey. I mean, d- defense is amazing. They are just dominating in all aspects, and then uh, I think the number ten. His last name is Camacho. Uh, 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 I, is it Camacho? Yeah, Camacho. I believe is his last. How you pronounce his last name? Um, he's killing it. I mean, it's just all of them are great, and they they have fun doing it. Um, again, uh, uh, Pat Mahomes is just something special. He he is a player that just makes plays, and that's what you need to do in order to succeed in the NFL. Is as long as you make plays, man, you are. That, that's all you got to do. That's all you have to do. Now, my father's always told me, you know, defense wins championships, which I believe that as well. Uh, but in this case, their offense and defense was dominating. Um, not going to lie, I hate to always see a repeat squad come to the, you know, play in the Super Bowl. Um, but th- this is this is different, you know. Seeing KC go to the Super Bowl, the reason why I don't want to see KC play the Super Bowl is um, it's kind of petty. Um, I don't want to see Taylor Swift okay i am the taylor swift I, I have nothing i don't hate the girl i don't you know i just I, she she's something bugs me about taylor swift i'm not a fan of the music i'm not a fan of all the hype um i i i literally told my wife i'm like i feel as though taylor swift is like the white community's beyonce <laughs> like like they like every I, I can't get I can't get on no Swift train man I can't I can't and I and it bugs me because this whole NFL season every KC game every Chiefs game the camera is on her good a good portion just as much time as it is on the field like as much camera time the field gets Taylor Swift gets it and it's so annoying so again we're we're I'm gonna have to see that during the Super Bowl and I was like oh why why but, anyways, congrats to Kansas City Chiefs. Um, well deserved. Uh, and to Andy Reid and the whole Chiefs organization, well deserved. So, uh, you know, let's we'll, we'll see how this uh Detroit Lions and uh and 49ers game goes. Actually, I'm looking at it at the moment while we're on this pod, so uh, I will uh, I will, you know, we will see. But I'm room for Detroit, I'm room for Detroit, okay? So before I continue this show, I have to thank our proud sponsor, Rugged Evolution Beard Care. Rugged is the new smooth. Uh, for more information about them, check them out on rugged at ruggedevo.com. Okay, ruggedevo.com. Um, You can follow them on all their socials at Evo. They're an amazing men's grooming line. Um, I am not just saying that because I own it but I am saying it because I own it, <laughs> but it, no, it really is. It's an amazing company. We've had a lot of praise for the past six years. Uh, we actually have some new products that we just launched uh, last week, last Friday. Um, we have a face foaming cleanser. We have a body low moisturizing body lotion, a beard mist. We also have a line of candles out now. So we're continuing to grow the, 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 the collection and uh, the business. So be sure to uh, check out ruggedevo.com, Rugged evolution, beard care. Also, I'd like to, Make a shout out to Ingenious Gin, okay? Ingenious Gin is a veteran-owned, black-owned gin, a rose gold gin. Uh, our our friends Reggie and Lawrence, who we've had on the on um, and another podcast, of mine, our Smooth Club podcast a while back, has a great story. Actually, a great you know, pretty smooth gin. And I'm not even really a gin drinker like that, but um, I'm always supporting friends and again, minority-owned, veteran-owned businesses, and it's a, it's a great, great gin uh, that i highly recommend to check out you can go on their social medias you can go on their website com, or you can uh check them out wherever uh spirits are sold okay so be sure to check them out um any other uh let's see let's see let's see looking at my notes um nope that is all that is all again the errant together podcast i'm dropping new i drop new episodes every monday wednesday and fridays 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time via podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Also, uh, 1 p.m. Uh, uh, video versions of the podcast. You can go on YouTube at R Smooth Club Media, the letter R, and then Smooth Club Media uh, on YouTube. Or you can go on Rumble. If you are a Rumble user, just type in the Aaron Tagam podcast, find us on there. Uh, also on Facebook at R Smooth Club Podcast and on X. At our Smooth club media so multiple ways you can tune into the podcast um that is all for that now I'm gonna go deep diving into the trending story so I will share a little bit about uh, my upbringing as a kid as a kid I was and I still am I'm a huge fan of uh professional wrestling and not the not the uh, professional wrestling that you see in the Olympics. But I'm talking about, like, the entertainment wrestling. Stone Cold, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, just to name a few. I, w- I, was, I, was a, I was probably a stronger wrestling fan as a kid because I had every freaking action figure. Every video game was wrestling. Every pay-per-view DVD I had was wrestling. I loved wrestling to the core. I really kind of came back to life in wrestling. Maybe the past two years, I don't watch it heavenly like i'm not an avid on the the up like the newer uh wwe uh but i do watch uh some of their pay-per-views on uh peacock um and and, you know i'm good friends with the uh jerry stefanitis who we've had on the pod before uh jerry is the director of operations for virginia championship wrestling out here in the hampton roads area uh you know through him i've met some great guys that are uh growing their careers in professional wrestling and just i i i i love love wrestling even as a kid i wanted to be a wrestler but uh you know now i'm like you know I'm, my body can't take that and the way my the way the 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 the, the muscle to height ratios compared to these real athletes man uh, i would struggle i may i might be a great ref at best maybe and and they big um. Uh, but I, I bring this up guys because Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is the, was the chairman, the chairman and uh, uh of wrestling. If you are known, if you are familiar with uh professional wrestling, then you will know exactly who Vince McMahon is. So, uh, Vince McMahon was is a junior. His father started a championship wrestling organization. Uh, I believe. Let me actually. So I won't So don't quote me on here Lion Vince McMahon Sr. Was the one that had Really started the idea Of professional wrestling ch- Professional championship wrestling And And He Let's see Let's see Let's see Let's see Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. He was let's see, okay, a professional wrestling for his father. I'm giving you his father's credentials. Professional wrestling promoter, uh, best known for running the Capital Wrestling Corporation, which was later renamed WW WWWF Worldwide Wrestling Federation, and then WWF World Wrestling Federation during the ten years from 1953 to 1982, and which is currently called yes. Yeah, so that's that was a. Uh, Vince McMahon Sr. Okay. He's, he's, uh, past, he's, you know, currently deceased. Uh, but he was, he started that company and then, you know, passed it on to his son, Vince McMahon Jr. So a lot of people that are, have just kind of like myself, I, the attitude era, the, you know, the, the late 90s, early 2000s, that was the whole era for me when it came to wrestling. So Vince McMahon was that guy. He was the founder, he was the chairman, but he was always in charge. So Vince McMahon really turned, Entertainment wrestling into a multi billion, probably almost trillion dollar uh industry. I remember where it's like you they, you know, if you sold out the scope, the Norfolk Scope, which is an arena out in North Virginia, maybe can hold, I don't know maybe nine to 10,000. Don't quote me, but it could be more. I'm just, I'm just guessing, but not it's not a huge arena compared to like some of the other arenas in bigger cities. But if you sold out that you were like already popular currently WWE sells out football stadiums. Okay. Football stadiums, no seating. They add, they will add more seating on the ground, like on the field and they still sell out. Right. So, and I think they did a show out in uh uh Dubai. I mean they are they are they are so 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 global and popular right now. Um, they've actually signed uh uh they've merged with the UFC to start something called TKO. Um, to, to continue to to expand their company. Um, they've they have the WWE Network. They had uh well they they I'll go I'll go into further talking about the WWE Network, but they had you know they have a huge contact with a with Peacock, uh, where you can watch a lot of past archive uh uh pay per views and shows and everything that they have, uh like the whole the whole uh 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I, I said archive, but I'm trying to think of another another term. But just past past shows. They they literally have the whole um Lord have mercy. What is that word I'm trying to um mm. I, I hate when you have brain farts. Um uh but any anyways, they they're just they're so 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 successful. That's all I can say. So 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 successful. So the reason why I bring up Vince McMahon because he's in the news, but not for the right reasons, not for the good reasons, excuse me. Uh or or right reasons. Uh he is facing yet another lawsuit. And then the reason why I say another lawsuit, because last year Vince McMahon was found paying hush money to multiple women. I think about 14, uh, around 14 million dollars, 14 or, uh, 15 million dollars. And, uh, because of that, the board had asked, uh, hey, Vince, you're going to have to step down or something. Like, we, we can't, we cannot have this on our, um, we can't have this on our, uh, uh, close to our company, right? You know, the board is like, we, we're trying to make money. Whenever you have any form of controversy, any form of bad scandals, makes the business look bad. If, the closer it gets, hey, they might find some more stuff or they just, it, it might start hurting our, our numbers and viewership. So that happened. He stepped down. He was gone for quite, uh, quite a long time. Um, Then fast forward to now, Vince McMahon, same thing. He's a a former WWE staffer, and I won't say the the female's name, but she is filing a lawsuit against WWE, the company, as well as uh, another another lawsuit to Vince McMahon. Um, As you see here, this is reported by the New York Times, sexual assault claims against uh, McMahon shadowed a WWE trying to move forward. now. As you see, there's Mr. McMahon himself. Now, Vince McMahon again. Growing up, Vince McMahon was the all-time villain that the villain that people always love to hate. They, they, he, he was the guy that's known for your fire. That's my, that's my impersonation. Your fire, like he, it, it was. I can't say it as perfectly as him, but him and Donald Trump have the most known firing like ways, like the, the, the way they say fired, it's just, it's very popular. Like Donald Trump's like, you're fired. You're fired. Get out of here. You're fired. All right. All right. But this man is like, like, you know, she, you know, this was, Vince was whoa too. Vince might've been juicing. I'm pretty sure he was, but that's just, that's just me. I don't know if he was or not, but this man had this, you know, this, 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 this character, this reputation of being that bad guy. but hearing this case, you almost wonder mm, Vince McMahon was always, you know, his, his storylines in WWE was always very misogynistic, nasty, especially when it came towards, you know, came towards women. Like Vince McMahon always had the storyline where, uh, he had an affair with some of the young female talents on, on the WWE. Or, you know, I remember back in the attitude area, attitude era, which was like the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, he had affairs with, you know, the the one of the most, you know, some of the most attractive female uh, uh, female wrestlers that he'll be kissing, tongue kissing, all this stuff. Now, mine in real life, he is a married man to Linda McMahon, who actually she was a politician. She's a businesswoman. She served on the Trump administration. I forgot exactly which department, but she served on his administration. And it's like, wow, like you're doing a lot. Is your wife really cool? What You know, because even though wrestling is. The 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 characters that they play in wrestling are not you know that's not their real personalities outside of wrestling. But it's hard because you have a lot of little kids who love wrestling. They they assume that stuff is real. Now the stunts and the damage that they put on their bodies, hundred percent. Like they travel nonstop. Um, they have to keep their bodies in shape. And the impacts, the chair shots, that stuff is real. I don't care what nobody says. If they want to debate me, debate me. But that is real stunts. Now, again, do they really hate each other like they do in in the uh, uh during the shows? No, they're all friends that wanted to put on a good show. But this this case that Vince Man is facing is quite horrific and um because again, allegedly, they, and there's some text messages that's being brought up. Uh, it's uh, saying that he, the girl, is suing him for a uh, rape and sex, being sex trafficking. Uh, now, I've, I've read about these. I read about this story a little more. I've actually seen it on different news outlets. And to what I'm aware of is the the person that's suing the former staffer. She eventually she um uh before all, you know all this, she met Vince McMahon. He had he had. Uh, owned a penthouse in the building that she lived in. This girl lost both her parents. Was in a financial, uh, uh like you know, heart like she was really, really desperate for money. She, you know, uh, was in a, a hard position and she needed work. Vince McMahon comes, you know, off to the rescue, offers her job. Uh, but apparently, the 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 work that was required in this job was not the work that she assumed that she was going to be doing for the rest of her life, and it was uh you know not trying to get too graphic but i mean apparently there was some uh uh like sexual acts where he brought in like three, you know three other men and it was just one female there's allegations that he uh, defecated on her uh on, on her um uh, hair and still wanted you know her to pleasure him and um uh even passing her on to other uh uh male Executives and staffers in the WWE and saying, Hey, look, he wants this. He wants you to. I mean, this is really, 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 really bad. And I don't, again, this just, he just resigned like last week. So it's continued to be an ongoing investigation and court case. Um, but of course, the uh, uh, representative of uh, Mr. McMahon is obviously, you know, saying all oh, these are false. These are lies. Um, and different, of course, on the uh, uh, accusers' uh, party. Um, it's disgusting, man. It's disgusting. It's it's extremely sad, and again, it's the worst timing because actually, let me come out of, let me come out of this real quick. Um, recently, WWE had just signed a like a five billion dollar deal with Netflix to um, to stream Monday Night Raw. So this is actually on. Uh, this is on ringsidenews.com. Now, as you see here, it says WWE Network coming closing soon. Um, it's saying the WWE Network set to shut down this year after Netflix deal. Now, the Netflix deal that they signed $5 billion to stream Monday Night Raw on Netflix, which is a huge, huge, uh, that is massive news, massive news. Um, because Netflix has obviously continued to grow as one of the most uh successful, if not the number one streaming service in the world. Uh, now I mentioned earlier, WWE you can find on Peacock. Peacock is owned by NBC, that's NBC's uh streaming service or streaming platform, and uh, Peacock has the um. Catalog that's what I was trying to figure out early y'all they have the whole catalog of WWE I'm talking all the way till WWF they have ECW they have other uh, uh, wrestling platforms uh, all within you know Peacock so I'm like okay so are they still gonna have it on Peacock and now you have uh, WWE on there is WWE still gonna be on cable um the fact that matters is that uh uh you know they signed a deal with raw but what this is is i believe raw is not going to be on the usa network uh for long because of the netflix deal now they're saying starting in january of 2025 monday night raw would be streaming on netflix the deal is like i mentioned earlier 5 billion dollars for the duration of 10 years uh this is and I, again I, I don't know how true and accurate this uh uh this uh site is as far as with the WWE network to shut down but it it doesn't surprise me because what's the point of having the WWE network that i mean that was uh i think they had the WWE, WWE network was established way before Peacock was so if you have all your uh uh shows on different you know streaming services why still have the WWE network i mean nobody i i'm not a, a subscriber to it and, I, and i'm a massive Wrestling fan, but I just knew I'm like, nah, this is not gonna be a, a a streaming service I'll be interested in. So I I show all that, and then on top of that, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's been named a uh, part of the WWE board. He also owns the name The Rock now. So so much great news are happening in the in the company in this in the sphere of you know the WWE, but. This Vince McMahon accusation is not. Um, it 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 is is not. Now the question is: Will this case affect the WWE's viewerships? Would this affect their pockets as far as you know keeping the company um uh, revenue going in? And to I would respond by saying no, because here's the thing: Vince McMahon is one individual. Now don't get me wrong, Vince McMahon is. I mean, he he is WWE, right? Without him, WWE would not be where it's at right now. Um, the fact of the matter is he's not the, full, the solo owner anymore. Actually, I, I saw um, a, a post on social media sh- uh, sh- uh, saying that for the first time ever, um, there is no McMahon that is currently employed by the, the WWE. At the time, there was Vince. There was... Vince's wife, Linda. There was their kids, Stephanie McMahon, who's married to Triple H, Hunter Holmes Helmsley, who's I think like the CFO of the WWE. And then you also had uh Shane McMahon, who had a position in the WWE. So they've all went their separate ways. Now, Vince McMahon is 78 years old. 78 years old. And um for all of this to come now, um it's gonna it's gonna put a huge dent in his career. But you can't take a you know, take away what the man did for sports entertainment. WWE is by far the number one uh, uh number one sports entertainment, uh 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 I guess one number one sports entertainer. Yes. Yeah. So that everybody loves wrestling. Again, you you know, you incorporate celebrities, you you have you sell out stadiums nonstop um on a on a like multiple times a week. Um, there's, there's so much, you know, stuff you can say about WWE. Now, the, the, the question would be, is what other, who, who, what, who are the other names that is, will be mentioned in this case? That's going to be scary because if there's somebody that is extremely popular, then, again it just gets worse and worse and worse. Now um the sad thing is there has been another former uh a staffer uh or employee of the WWE saying that um uh uh well I think she liked it. I think she you know she liked what she you know what uh, the the acts that she's suing him for. And once again that's the whole issue that we have in this world when it comes to uh respecting females and 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 this being a a male dominant world, right? Men will, men in the workforce compared to women in the workforce is totally different. So you have someone that is literally overpowering you, saying, Look, do this or you're fired. If you are in a desperate, very, very desperate position, you don't know what was going on in that girl. You don't know what kind of, uh, 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 uh what was happening in her life, the fact that she had to continue to do this and this happened very I mean twenty nineteen. This occurred in twenty nineteen and uh, lasted until twenty twenty. Okay, so this wasn't like twenty thousand years ago. Okay. This was pretty damn recent. The fact of the matter is it's very it's extremely sad. It's extremely um it's extremely uh 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 unfortunate the fact that uh, uh a young a young female had to endure again these are allegations but uh uh and I'm just saying this because nothing further has been spoken about in this case it's still very you know very new in the news but it's unfortunate the fact that we live we live in a uh, a world where this occurs. And um and in my opinion in my opinion is not it doesn't look good for Vince McMahon because last year he was found paying 14 million dollars to multiple females to basically shut up about you know the affairs and all the sexual acts that occurred in the in the workplace like like guilty in my opinion so now when this happens and he has to resign again it's like like i mean what 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 it it doesn't look good for vince it does not and going based on the kind of individual kind of character he played in the earlier years not now but in the earlier years it's like all right which WWE had writers but Vince was very involved. I say I always say he's the, he was the, he's the Jerry Jones of the WWE. Even though Vince uh had writers and he was still like uh uh-uh, uh I got a saying in this. I'm always going to have number no I might not be solo owner anymore, but hey, I I still run this. So that's the kind of guy he was. Um until until otherwise I mean I'm gonna continue to follow up with this because uh, this is gonna this is a pretty uh major uh story that's happening in our in our on a local and um local and uh uh um I'm a little, little distracted, y'all. I'm looking at the game while I'm talking. But uh this is a this is a a very talked about story because majority of the world are huge wrestling fans so um just gotta continue to tune in continue to tune in uh but what i'm gonna do right now y'all i will go to a quick commercial break but when we come back we'll have some more uh crazy stories here on the Arrington gavin podcast all right let me get a quick commercial in. Order your Beard Care products with Rugged Evolution. We're your local Beard Care line that supports the maintenance of your full mature beard. Our line includes conditioning shampoos, moisturizers, balms, oils, shaving lotions, and exfoliating soaps. These products moisturize, hydrate, nourish, and have all the natural ingredients for a healthy beard. Log on to our website or download our app to place your orders. Become a man of distinction with Rugged Evolution Beard Care. And remember, Rugged is the new smooth. All right, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the to Gavin Podcast. Uh I have got to vent because when I tell you that we got some stupid people in this world, and I I mean stupid. Dumb. And I don't like talking about people like that. I really don't. And it's sad. It's just, you know, God bless God. Oh, bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. I was listening to uh, um a pastor this morning. And he, you know, he was saying, like in the South, uh, when they always say, uh, bless your soul or bless your heart, that's, you know, in a nice way of saying, you idiot. Like what I'm about to bring up, you are just not gonna, um, yeah, you're not gonna be like narrative. This is, excuse me, this is not true. This is not really happening. Oh, no, it is. It is. It is. Let me go ahead and bring it up. So let me. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. Get this going. So there is a new trend that is occurring right now, and that trend is freckle getting uh, freckles tattooed on your face. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get that going uh, shortly. But. So do you see, do you see that? Do you see that? It is a true trend. This is off of the, uh, the shade room. I saw this on the shade rooms, uh, Instagram page and I'm like, no way in hell. This is real. People are getting freckles tattooed on their faces. Freckles tattooed on. See, I, I thought the $3000 louis vuitton lunch bag was crazy i don't know this might be this might be straight up berserk because it's not like oh 1.2. do you see all that and if they if they're not cool with eventually having freckles then i mean are they going to burn it off like how they remove other tattoos like what what the hell people what the hell I ain't gonna lie, I'm glad I don't see no black people in that thing. I'm not black people in that. That be rude. But <laughs> sorry, white people, I'm not trying to. No, that that was rude. That was mean to me. But what what have, can't you just color in freckles like little dots? Like why do you have to get a tattoo? Like people really want freckles. People really want freckles. I didn't even know freckles really that popular. Like, I mean, I don't know a lot of people. I know some people with freckles, and I mean, hey, that's their. That's their thing. That's the way they were born. That's you know, that's a look. But I didn't know that was like a, a new trend. Oh, I want freckles so bad. I want to tattoo though. Tattoos hurt. Okay. I have a lot of tattoos. Um now of obviously you have uh you have certain uh tattoos, you know, or, or like certain spots on your body where tattoos are sensitive, right? You know, because it's digging into your skin. Ah, you know, get that pin. And you know, it can it can it can feel a little sensitive. Now I haven't had a tattoo in like maybe three, four years. I used to always get one every summer, um, and I'm still good. I mean, I'm not done getting tattoos. I just I, I need to get inspired. I, I really need to get inspired with you know what I want. I'm not just that random person that just gets random shit on my um on my body. Uh, like getting freckles on your tattoos. But this is the world we live in, y'all. That's all I gotta say. This is the world we live in. Freckles on your face. I I got let me let me get let me get out. I just get get one more look. Do you see that? Okay, I'm I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I I can't I can't with with that. Uh <sighs> I have freckles, freckles, freckles. Freckles on your face. Tattooed on your face. I'm trying to see what like who started who even started to promote this at their tattoo parlor. Like what I'm always wondering like who starts these trends? Like was this Dennis Robin? Did you try? Did you start this? I just, I'm sorry, Dennis. I had to pick on you. Just, you know, Dennis is Dennis. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you see people now getting these uh, uh, portraits on their face. I was looking at something uh, the other day, another couple. You know why I'm bringing them up, but um, um, Chris Sean Rock, you know, her and her baby daddy blue face. She, she got blue face tatted on her. On her face, I mean, it's just it's, it's sad, man. People need prayer out here. That's all I can say. People need some. People need prayer. They need prayer. They need a hug. They need help. <laughs> they need a lot of stuff. They need a lot of stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, before I jet, cause I'm gonna continue to watch uh the uh the Lions and uh 49ers game. But before I go, one more story I want to bring up with you all. Um, New York City, New York City. Let me go ahead and pull this article up real quick give me a second give me a second i'm get my notes all fixed up da, 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 da. New York City is the first the first the the first to designate social media as an environmental toxin okay meaning that Social media is causing more harm than good. It is toxic. It is a straight up, uh, it's destroying our community. Okay, destroying our community. Let me kind of scroll this up a little more if y'all can see. There we go. Um, That is right there, Eric Adams, current mayor of New York uh, City. So it says here, this is reported by Axios. Okay, New York City declared last Wednesday that it's the first city to issue an advisory official officially designating social media as an environmental toxin. Now, the driving news says in response to the danger social media poses to the mental health of young people, the city's Department of Health and Mental Hygiene issued an advisory identifying unrestricted access to and use of social media as a public health hazard. Uh, the department urged parents. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but the department urged parents and caregivers to delay giving children access to a smartphone or social media until at least 14. They also urged federal and state policymakers to extend. On legislative proposals that protect youth from predatory practices by social media companies. OK. I almost censored this. Okay, I, I, I guess i can continue to read the rest. The big picture. Social media companies are increasingly being blamed for historical high rates of depression, suicide, suicide. Uh, I can't even say that word. Suicidal, 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 suicidality, and other mental health issues in youth. Um, states and local governments, as a result, are increasingly. Pers- persuading or pursuing legislation and legal actions. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. What is hmm, my take on that. My take on that. Now, what they're saying has some valid points because when it does come to well, here's the thing. Suicide. The sad thing is, when it comes to youth taking their lives, it's it's a it's a result of bullying happening happening in their schools, uh uh online bullying, cyberbullying. That is a that is a huge thing. Um. Uh, once again, I don't think that. You know, they're they're making a recommendation telling people how to raise their kids. Now, I'll be honest. I'll, I can walk in a store right now and I'll, I'll see like a, a two-year-old or a three-year-old that knows how to handle an iPhone better than me. I mean, they, whether they're playing games or anything to keep them occupied. Um, and also, let's be honest, social media is taking over the world. And what I mean by that is everything is digital. Everything is digital. Everything is a tech savvy world. You got AI, you got, um, hell you got people buying tickets to see, uh, dead musicians, a hologram version of them. Um, you see it now. I remember when Instagram first started, Instagram was just another social media, uh, platform where you just post and people stay up to date with you just like Facebook. Now you can, uh, you can, they're used as e-commerce sites. because You can shop on there. Um, it's, it's social media benefits businesses. I mean, it's so much people get their news. Kids get their news from social media. Okay? It was it's funny, I'm ranting, but hey, what what the hell? I was on Coast Live this past Friday, um, talking with my friends, uh, Chandler, uh, Nunley and April Woodard, and they had a poll done that day. You know, how long could you last away from your phone in order to receive like ten thousand dollars, right? Could you last an hour away? Could you last um um, you know, of a month or a year, like how long could you last away from your phone? And the first, is funny because my mother, she comes with me a lot to when I have to do an appearance on Coast Live, and I turn around, my mom is right there on her phone, right? And 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 I, she, you know, we're workhorses, right? Our our phones, our email, everything is in our phones. I have two phones, okay. I use one for my my work. I have my personal. Um, it is you you it's just it's just it's it's taken over to tell people to prevent from using it is is going to be difficult and again also parents don't like when your their local or state government starts telling them how to raise their kids they don't they don't even though like to mayor adams and his staff he's saying hey look i'm trying to help i'm trying to help because we have a you know we have a high suicidal rate we have this going on we have um um uh predators out there that are um that are identifying themselves as young people and they will they will catfish these young uh young teenagers and that's how people get kidding don't that stuff exists that stuff really do does exist uh if if is this going to be a successful thing that Eric Adams is doing maybe it, it, you know he just he just announced it they're the first city new york city is the first city and again think of where you know think of the location like New York City is a humongous city it New York City alone is like two states put in a city, so I can see why, hey, look, I'm trying to make this city as safe as possible and New York Adams is a former uh police chief, so he's you know he's had a long he's retired law enforcement, so he he that's his first foremost thing is keep his city safe um i i just I just think. This is kind of like a, I don't know, I think this is kind of like a, somewhat of a, of a waste, a wasted effort, because I'm pretty sure that citizens and residents of New York City would like other things to talk about rather than saying, hey, look, social media, talking about social media and how toxic it is. Like, I mean, and, and and I'm just, I'm just giving you. I'm giving you different assumptions that I'm assuming that, uh, uh, you know, people that live in New York city is saying like, uh, what, let's talk about the cost of living or let's talk about the, the, you know, the, the, the large number of immigrants entering into the city, or let's talk about the parking. Let's talk about, let's talk about that. But this is, uh, it's, I mean, it's interesting. That's all I can say. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Um, like I've mentioned before, after reading the article, I can see I can see them make some valid points. But again, in my opinion, not all young suicides, I I think, is from social media. Um, now, now people can say because of social media, we do have this issue. Like, for example, on our radio show, we were talking about how uh, when people have these serious cosmetic surgeries um when people have these serious cosmetic surgeries and uh uh you know they they get their you know their face done, they're dead, and they start looking unrecognizable and at the time you know we were it, it was it was we were saying it as like from a man's and women's perspective like we were saying women do so because they assume that that's what guys are into right and we're like well let's get to the root why do women think that's what guys want they say okay who what do you who do you see like on social media what's the first thing that you that you see that is making a killing on 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 and successful women like you got the kardashian you got everybody like that makes money off of their figures on social media a lot of people that have high followers are just attractive people that are uh, that probably don't do anything but an influencer, right? Everybody tries to live this influencer lifestyle and thinks that's the American dream and it's not. It's a fake, it's a fake narrative. And I do see that as I do see that as an example of social media being toxic because so many people choose I don't want to work. I want to be an influencer. I don't want to do this. I want to be influencer. I can just stay home and be sick. And and hey it works for some people. It works for a good a good chunk of people button that's not that's not everybody so we can wrestle back and forth with social media but i myself as a business owner i see social media as a great great tool for small businesses for you know getting creative for myself hey i have a a radio show i have a podcast i I, that that's great content creating i can get you to learn from off off of social media i get good ideas i hear you know I, i watch news and I also can get my news from there I there's so much stuff I can get within social media so it's it's a toss-up kind of you know story um but I just thought that was quite interesting I wanted to share with you all here on the pod um before I end off of course I have to always acknowledge um that hey be sure to continue to support the erranting Haven podcast for those who are currently listening and um and uh, uh and View, and view this on uh youtube or uh, or rumble or wherever you watch check this out show out and you can see support i truly truly thank you this is episode 65 okay episode 65 and um um it's just it's still the beginning man it's still the beginning i, I plan to have some more great guests i plan to continue to build up the studio and get more creative with our podcast um and and you never know maybe this this podcast could will continue to expand into a a, a call in uh, a show or a call in radio show. You never know. You never know what this what this uh, a show can take us. But um, again, tune into the Aaron Together podcast. You see, scrolling on the bottom every Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, ten AM Eastern Standard Time via podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Odyssey, iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google. Um, it's a um a black owned a black owned uh, platform called Haiti, Haiti, H-A-Y-T-I. It's a black-owned platform that only uh, houses uh, black content creators and shows on there, and we happen to be one of them, our Smooth Club media, so you can tune into the the Aaron to Gavin podcast, uh, our Smooth Club podcast, as well as uh, uh, In Your City, my weekly radio show hosted by, of course, myself, my good friends and fam, uh, comedians, Rock Fox, Hustle Queen, Miss Michelle Young. Happy belated birthday to Michelle. She just had a birthday this past Saturday and um uh and of course shout out to our amazing producer mr cam godley cam a part of hybrid production so um we can we continue to thank you thank you thank you thank you to support the show and until next time hey y'all be easy i'm gonna keep on watching this uh this uh lions and 49ers game but until then i will see you guys on wednesday with more of the Andrew gavin podcast i'm out